<clears throat> well, I'm looking at verse 11, really, of a psalm that uh, Sarah ran, uh, read to us. Give us aid against the enemy, for the help of man is worthless. Now, if uh, you were here last week, uh, you remember I read a kind of um, something, of, I don't know what to call it, really a bit of prose. Uh, and man said, as opposed to Genesis 1, and God said, and man said, let there be power, and man thought that power was good, and so on. And there was quite a bit in that about them then and us. And uh, on Sunday night, I, I watched a little clip of a very able academic. I don't think he's a Christian, not as far as I know. And it was a very emotional kind of plea. The fault is not uh, the Conservatives or the Labour. The fault is not the Democrats or the Republicans. It's not the capitalists or the communists. The point he was making was, if you think the real problem is them, whether them happen to be, if you think the problem is them over there, somewhere outside of you, then you'll never get anywhere. You'll have, you won't have a clue what life is about, and you'll just add to the problem. Uh, Mel Gibson, some years ago, this is before the poor dad got uh, drunk and in an embarrassing situation in his career, stalled for a while. But before that, he was honest enough to share, I can't remember whose chat show it was, about the demons that had pursued him. Uh, I think he meant chasing women and getting drunk. Uh, but fair play, he was honest enough to admit that he had these demons that he had to fight. And obviously, on a particular day, he didn't fight them very well, and he got himself in a mess. But the, the point uh, the uh, academic fella that I listened to on Sunday was making was, uh, this is our battle. Your battle, your biggest battle, is with yourself. And my biggest battle is with me. Uh, as somebody said, when Neil Armstrong walked on the moon uh, in 1969, somebody said, we are... We seem to think we are conquering outer space, but we can't conquer inner space. We can't conquer what we are inside. And it's a valid point, isn't it? Now, I listened to a, a sermon on my MP3 one morning, this week as I was walking. And uh, I mean, the guy meant well, I'm sure, but it turned into, um, well, something in the end I had to switch it off because I was cringing because it was obvious that the pastor was desperately. He couldn't hide the fact he wanted the people to like him. He wanted them to respect him and esteem him, value him and so on. Now, I dare say when he initially planned to preach it, I dare say it was probably a tidy enough sermon and would have been some, some help to the congregation. But it, it showed in the end that by nature, this is what we're like. Uh, you know, this, the me, me monster is very powerful within us. And this man, even though probably with the best will in the world, he prepared this, this sermon. In the end, it was basically, you know, please value me and please hug me and tell me you love me and so on. Uh, that's why only the Lord give us aid against the enemy because the help of man is worthless, says the text. In other words, only God can help. I read uh, 1 Corinthians 15 last week. The last enemy is death. Only Christ in, in that passage, can swallow up death in victory. But, of course, the sting that brings death is sin. S-I-N, the I in the middle is the dominant thing. Me, me, me. Only Almighty God can do something about that. Give us aid, Lord, against the enemy, because the help of man is worthless. Now, I, I read um, a couple of weeks ago now in a newspaper, a journalist saying, Fair, all right, okay, okay, Boris broke the rules, 
and maybe Keir Starmer broke the rules, but hey, thousands of ordinary people have broken the rules. Uh, so go easy, you know, like the Adele song, uh, go easy on, on yourself, as it were. But of course, that's the problem, isn't it? It's your problem and my problem. Just because other people have done it and they are as selfish as everybody else, we can't just say, oh, well, never mind. It's serious. You know, we find all the time, don't we? If you break the law, dear me, that's bad. But if I break it, it's trivial. I remember trying to explain to somebody, a church member one time, and I said, but you lied to me. You lied to my face. And they said, oh, lies, come on. Come on, they said, stop nitpicking. I said, that's it, isn't it? That's it. Somebody lies to you, dear me, how dare you? But, but if I lie, it's not a big deal. And this is why we have to come to a text, I guess, and say, yeah, even though it sounds extreme, the help of man is worthless, only God can help. Give us aid against the enemy, for the help of man is worthless. Now, now, that is a bit strong. Help of man is worthless. You know, you think of kind people. Um, you think of, uh, you know, people working night and day, like penicillin is, you know, tremendous, isn't it? Or mobile phones, how helpful they are. Uh, you know, the scientific and the technological and the medical breakthroughs in our lifetimes, they're tremendous. Amen. Yeah, they're great. But regarding my biggest problem, only God can do it. Church can't do it. Religion can't do it. Bible can't do it. Uh, sort of therapy and counseling can't do it. Only God can do it. My biggest problem is with God. And wonderfully, he's the one who is willing and able to sort it out. We are incurably religious, said somebody years ago, men, women, boys and girls. Calvin said that, that our hearts are idol factories. We can make idols easily. And, uh, you know, he quoted Isaiah 44, where the fella comes, he chops a tree down, he cuts the bits of wood, and then he makes them a nice little bit of wood, and uh, pretty soon he's bowing down to it. It sounds ridiculous, but that's the kind of thing. Uh, sometimes as I'm driving over on a Sunday morning, I see fellas on the, uh, on the uh, Fabian Way, the Jersey Marine Road there. Uh, they're playing golf. They're already halfway around. They've been up early. When people say, oh, people won't get up early on a Sunday morning to go to church. No, but they get up and play golf. These fellas have been, uh, been on the green since eight, half past eight. Now, they wouldn't say it's worship, but they're tremendously devoted to it. And so only God can help us. The question is, my question to everybody is, do you want him to help though? You know, somebody once asked, do you want a revolution in your soul? I have a friend uh, in Cardiff, recently retired from preaching. And uh, when somebody said to him, you know, would you come to a, a Christian you know, service? He wasn't a Christian at the time. Uh, he said, I want an encounter with God. I don't want anything less than that. Praise, great, and that's what he had, wonderfully, and he was converted. But, you know, there are people, especially religious people, they don't want a revolution in their soul like that. They don't want to change too much. They wouldn't mind a bit of sprucing up. Stop swearing, stop, you know, taking drugs, stop drinking, stop, I don't know, being, stop having such a bad temper. They don't mind their lives being tidied up, but they don't want a revolution, not too much. Now, is that you? I mean, a lady I worked with when I became a Christian said to me, uh, 
I'm just a type to be in heaven. And she meant she was moral, and she was moral, and she was gentle, and she was gentle. But it's not enough for heaven. Heaven is not just that. It's not, heaven is not full of people uh, with a coat hanger stick in their mouth, just walking around with that sort of fixed smile all the time. You know, some years ago, my, my wife said to me, you don't talk to people on the street, say good morning, hello, and all that. I said, I don't know them. No, I know that. She said, but be polite, say hello. So I resolved that day, right, that's it. The first person I see, I'm going to smile and say hello. I took the dog out for a walk, and there was this woman walking towards me, and I said, good afternoon. And she turned, she said, what's the matter with you, you grinning ninny? Well, you can't win, can you? But heaven's not full of grinning ninnies. Only God can do it. Now, here we are in Psalm 60, the context, David's in a mess. The nation's in a mess. And he's calling, basically, for a day of national prayer, in a sense. This is a prayer for the nation. Now, we've been in a pandemic for a long time. Have our leaders in Westminster considered for a second getting in touch with everybody, all of us, and saying, let's have a national day of prayer and fasting like they did in 1940 when the war was on? No. Have our prominent church leaders not that I know of, and yet David knows only God can help. Only God can help, nobody else. Uh, in 2004, uh, somebody gave me an article from The Guardian, uh, a professor of economics had looked at uh, the last 40, 50 years in UK, and he'd said the financial improvements have been massive, but actually he said, um, nobody's happier. We're not happier. And it doesn't make sense. He said, because normally financial success, you'd expect when people got more money, you know, when they haven't got any money, oh dear me, they're, they're unhappy. But when they got enough now that they can buy this and they can go there and so on, we'd expect them to be happy. And he says, it doesn't make sense. Why is it if the financial uh, situation is improved, why are we not happier? And he, his answer in the end was, I don't know why that is. Do you know why that is? It's because cash can't do it. Cash cannot do it. When you, see, you find these wealthy fellas, like Dragon's Den type people, you know, how much money is enough? A bit more? It's not enough. It's never enough. Only God can change you. Only God can forgive you, your sins. Only God can equip you for heaven. Two guys, both called Steve, went to their bosses in Atari computers years ago. We got this thing, they said. We've built it with your parts, your own parts. And uh, we'd love to just do it. We'll give you it. We'll give it to you. But would you just let us do it? And Atari said, no. So they went off. And in the end, they decided they'd start their own little company. It's called Apple. Now, did those bosses in Atari realize what they were turning down? No. And you know, if you turn down, and some of you have turned down Jesus for a long time, do you realize what you're turning down? Do you realize what you're turning down? Turn and trust him. 
the Lord Jesus died on the cross for people just like you and just like me. Turn and trust him. Amen.